self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am somebody that does not want economy champagne economy champagne yeah we'll we'll get there all right also known as calamity red okay well welcome <laughs> to another fantastic episode well i guess that's subjective but of conversation con artists <laughs> i'm biased <laughs> You can find me, Mr. On Point, on Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook. But first, of course, we got to get to this poetry. <clears throat> Let's do the poetry. I don't know whose turn it is I gotta to go, go first. I got to go first twice. Then oh, they yeah. remember, did you? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> I sure didn't. All right. The name of this poem is picturesque. Fancy. Yeah. It was a challenge. Word challenge thing with oh. this group I was in. I'm not sure what it is, but it may be your symmetry or maybe how inclined I am at the fineness of your imagery or Maybe it's your energy, but I know beauty when I see it. And the thing is that it's left me captivated. I don't think I've been able to see until now my eyes have been activated. And you're not merely a part of the scene, but you create it. This may sound silly, but for me, you paint the world with every twirl you take. And every move you make is like you create a masterpiece around you. Then beauty can't help but surround you. And I'm bound to your induction of perfection, eyes stuck in your direction, directed to your complexion, engaged by your reflection, and enraged by this injection of so much beauty. There it is. Snap, snap, snap. <clears throat> I don't know what the hell is going on in my throat today. Mine is called First Love because everybody has that first love where you're stupid. Some people marry their first loves. Uh, but more often than not, <laughs> it's just some bullshit you look back on <laughs> later on in life and it's like, the fuck was I doing? Well, dang. Uh, or at least that was my experience <laughs> anyway. Um, so this is called First Love. It's perfect. He's perfect. You're perfect. Together, you're perfect. Together, meant to be. You don't need food, water, or air. Simply he. The day begins when you see his face and ends only when he gives the okay and you stay up late at night playing that familiar game. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you. And it's a blur of stolen kisses and shared life wishes and plans for a future that holds a house with picket fences and a dog and 2.5 kids. And there are naysayers who tell you it's not love and they think they know it all, but they don't know us and they don't know him and they don't know me. And just because you fell out of love, that doesn't mean that what I feel isn't real, that what I feel isn't strong, that my life wasn't empty before he came along. And it's perfect until it's not anymore, until realities creep in, until the truth begins to form, until that girl isn't just a friend, until he's ignoring your calls, until you realize love isn't perfect and that sometimes the fall isn't so beautiful. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes the most old of machines just do not work. But first love is perfect. You see, it's naive, naively wise. It's love without caution. It's soaring into the sky without wondering how you'll get back down because you really don't care if you ever touch the ground again. 
Love's not meant to be perfect. It's a glorious mess. It's highs and it's lows, constricting pain in your chest and butterflies in your stomach constantly on your mind. It's hopes and it's fears and it's selfishly kind. But first love is perfect. Happens once in a lifetime. To be left in the past for time doesn't rewind as it shouldn't. Life is a forward motion, but the memories are forever intricate tattoos of emotion. And sure, you can cover it, but it will always be there, haunting with its perfection. Beautiful, joyous despair. All right. Snap, snap, snappity snaps. <laughs> snap, snaps. So we got one letter from uh, Leroy, well, who's formerly known as Leroy and apparently wants to be called by something else now because why not? niggas okay wagwan brethren and sistren <laughs> it's been a while and i haven't fucked with you in a minute so here's my list <laughs> my name is Elroy. now get with the movement like Elroy jetson because i'm futuristic on these hoes first of all all you did was change two letters from leroy to Elroy. so i need you to calm down like you <laughs> it's, it's fine he changed two letters. Was Elroy what what kind of character profile did Elroy have in the show? He was the bratty little brother to Was he smart? Was he smart? Was he funny? Or he just was a little I, I think so George was the dumb dumb. Yes. Elroy was just there. Like Judy was like the typical teenage girl. Wait, Judy's his wife. So What's Elroy his was like Judy Winslow. Yeah. It <laughs> went up the stairs. He could have gone up the stairs and and nobody would have noticed he was gone. The main characters was George, the ball, his boss, and the robot. Um, and the dog. Yeah, the maid. The wife and the kids weren't really Yeah. Weren't really a main part of the story. Jane was his wife. Judy was the daughter. I, I just had to play the song in my head. I'm finna say they Me, say all George the names Justin. of the song. I had to Lonely. go through the song. <laughs> Of all the things that's the same when the future happened, why in the hell is a treadmill the same? I don't know. But you, you think they would have like some futuristic way? Well, but, I guess they gotta walk since yeah. they can't walk in the sky. Because they're all of the fucking moving sidewalks and shit. That's the only walking they get done. They just stand and get moved around. So the it makes sense. But yeah, Arrow is not like I don't know why he thinks that he was some kind of genius. Actually, I feel like Elroy used to make inventions that didn't work. I'm gonna have to check into that, but I'm almost positive that he would like make shit that didn't work. <laughs> that would like blow up and shit. Usually in George's face. I feel like <laughs> that's what his he was like the um Wiley e. Coyote of I'm gonna have to go back and watch the whole Jetsons just I to- have like uh, to draw parallels between what this man calling himself now and the cartoon character. Well, and again, he went from Leroy to Elroy. All you did was change the two letters, the first two letters around. That's okay. I mean, that's okay. It's not innovative, but I'm that- just saying, <laughs> maybe it's just a coincidence that they got the same letters. Knowing um, Elroy, probably not, but. That was number one. <laughs> what else did he have? Number two, Mr. On Point is always them reels from the cookout gave me life. Like I get mad when the wife be trying to give my leftovers away. 
<laughs> them ribs were amazing. It's confusing, to, but giving leftovers away. What do you mean? Should you should you do that? I mean, I wouldn't. Like, well, give no, I take it away back. too. Like it's only a certain people in my whole environment that I would even let eat leftovers at my house, let alone giving them leftovers to take with them. But if you're like at work, like the pie, the whole pie thing came about because I had taken some pie to work and they wanted. Do you have any more pies? No. Damn. Um. <laughs> so I could see like if- I can. I mean, I can always make pies you know so this week i can make some because i still have the feeling for the blue the blackberry and the peach so just let me know okay but yeah i i don't know who she was giving leftovers to but i'm just saying the only thing the that i really give leftovers to that i will let people eat after the first day is soups and spaghetti because they're usually better the second day because all the flavors get a chance to marinate you know but yeah. Anything meats and stuff like I'm not I don't let I don't let people have that. The ribs are amazing. The taste is compromised, but yeah, I smoked them things. (laughs) I smoked them for about four and a half hours in my smoker, and then I finished them in the oven, wrapped them full for about three and a half more hours. They were delicious. They were fucking amazing. I'm gonna do that again in the future. Really good. Now, for those of you that smoke or grill, I want to let you know. That there's a sacrifice you make though by not finishing it completely in the smoker. Now I don't marinate them or anything. I just put a rub on them. But in the smoker, if you finish them in the smoker for seven or eight hours, you get this nice crust on the outside of it. You know because the heat been hitting it directly. If you wrap it and put it in the oven, you sacrifice that crust because you essentially wrapping it up in the juices that it cooks in and now instead of getting that crust it's a little bit like moist on the outside but you know it's still good so trade-offs but you i would have had to spend about 25 30 more dollars to maintain my smoker temperature for that much longer mm. that's why i tried it this way didn't plan on it but i just had a bad time controlling my heat in the grill this time versus what last time mm. anyway Deliciously. What? It's delicious. Three. I have the wrap snack. So whenever you ready, bro, it's get it. If y'all didn't know, there is a whole line of chips called wrap snacks <laughs> with wrappers <laughs> plastered all over them with different flavors. Oh my God. And the next food review video I do is going to be with Elroy Ketchup. It ain't Elroy. Is it Elroy Jetson? I don't know. He said. My name is Elroy now, like Elroy Jetson, but that's not saying that the name is Elroy Jetson. So is it Elroy Ketchum or just Elroy or Elroy Jetson? I don't know. Or I don't know. Just, we, we need some clarity on that, sir. No, not really. I need some clarity <laughs> on that because I'm going to be putting his name on that video. Oh, yeah. So I need to know what that's going to be. But we're going to be doing a, a review video of all the raps next to see which one. We're just going to critique them things. Four, Red owes me money. I don't owe you shit. Did he say why I owe him money? No, he okay. just say Red owes me money. This is why he says I owe him money. Okay, he has a dog similar to my dog Remy. Okay, and she's, I think he says she's like eight or nine months old. And just like Remy, she chewed through every goddamn toy they buy her, right? So I bought Remy a toy that was made out of fire hose. Now, I had bought him, I bought him two toys made out of fire hose. The first one he chewed because 
it wasn't completely made out of fire hose like it had like I can't remember what animal it was supposed to be, but it had like ears and a head. And so he chewed the ears and the head off. So then this next toy that I got him was a snake. So there weren't any little parts for him to chew off. And he has had that fire hose toy for over a month now. When his other toys last a good five minutes, five, 10 minutes. Like I wish I was joking. Uh, And so I suggested them get a fire hose toy for their dog and he got one and she chewed it and that's why he says i owe him money but okay. what he probably did is went they're expensive and probably got the least expensive one which is what i did the first time and he chewed that shit when i put a little bit more money into it though he didn't chew it and he still has it so i owe him shit ain't my fault your dog tore through that damn toy <laughs> I don't know. She's a puppy. That's what they do. She's like nine months old. You got a long. You shouldn't buy them nothing. You have to buy them stuff. Why? Because what the fuck you gonna do with they gonna <laughs> toys? Keep them from bothering. You know what? You, you should buy them a pair of Walmart shoes. Why? Chew on. They're gonna just eat that. I mean, <laughs> that ain't gonna last long. Remy chewed through a lot of my shoes when I first got his ass. But they ain't shoes that you wanted them to chew but through, it's still, though. But still, like, it ain't, that ain't gonna have no longevity. You still gonna be going back buying shoes because he's gonna tear up the shoes real fast and you can't let them ingest the shit because that's a bit bill. <laughs> so once they start tearing it and it's pieces around, you gotta throw the well, shit away. Well, you should give them some shoes and then sprinkle some cocaine on it. What? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Make his mouth numb. He won't even want to chew. If he high, he just go to the cage, just <laughs> lay down. You can't drug your dogs. <laughs> People drug their animals all the time. Not with cocaine. Okay. You'll yeah. get more time if you take that. Have, you know, having to take that dog to the the vet and the, the vet find cocaine and this. They gonna lock you all the way up. Don't nobody listen to on point. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, don't do it. Do not feed your dog cocaine. But you have to get them toys that it'll bother you. Whole purpose of getting dog toys is not for the dog. It's for the owner. <laughs> what about them bones where you just peanut butter on the inside of them? Well, Remy, if it, and they said that their dog was the same way. Once he get the peanut butter out, he don't give a shit about that. But the peanut butter hard to get out. <laughs> not for him. How long it take? A good five, ten minutes. He just sit because he focuses in on it. He just sits there and tries to lick it out. And then once it ain't nothing else in there, he like fuck this and he won't even play with it. Listen, I didn't try it all manner of shit. This dog is like eighteen months old at this point. I didn't try all manner of things in these eighteen months because Kingston, which is a miniature schnauzer, I didn't had these problems with. Remy being a bird dog, completely different. And so I done tried all kind of stuff. He got a Kong toy where you put the peanut butter in it. But I don't even use that shit because he won't play with it unless there's peanut butter in it. And he focuses in, gets all the peanut butter out, and then he don't Have play you with done it that with the one of them bones, though? It, it's a long bone that have peanut butter in it. I'm not convinced that they can realistically get the peanut butter out the very center. I know their tongues ain't they, that long. They'll stop trying. He'll stop trying. Because even with the Kong toy, there there will be some peanut butter left because he can't get to it and after a while he just be like well fuck it then and he still won't play with it and i bought him uh because i you know uh, i'm I'm constantly asking the people that work in these stores for some help and it's a toy 
like what you're talking about, but it has uh, treat rings in it. But because he can't figure out how to get <laughs> to the things, he he won't. He didn't give up on it. Won't play with it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't owe you any money, Leroy. You need. You just gonna have to get a toy that doesn't have little pieces hanging off, cause that's what they go for. Because especially when they're young like that, they're not chewing for like, you know, they're not chewing for um just to chew they're chewing to destroy they're chewing to like tear pieces off so they're gonna go for the smaller pieces so like a toy that has ears immediately the ears gone or a little head immediately the head is gone so with Remy I, I had to just learn how to like snakes and those are our our thing now because anything with little arms or anything that's what he gonna go after and fuck up first but I don't you know money Leroy so, trial and error. Welcome to pet life, nigga. <laughs> you could mask up and rob her. What? What? No. <laughs> people don't give your money. What? No. That's. <laughs> I'm just. I don't owe him no money. If he believe you well, owe him money, but I don't. <laughs> don't owe him no money. That's how robbery start. Should have took it back. Depending on where he got it from, you know, if a dog, if it's supposed to be a toy that is supposed to be indestructible, if your dog tear it up like the day you buy it, you can take that shit back. They'll give you money back. Mm. Better take that shit back to the store and be like, look, <laughs> as soon as I took it home, she fucked it up. Number five, I don't understand the Kanye hate, man. Don't get me wrong, bro, man, crazy as fuck for defending Trump, but his albums are still fire. <sighs> Have you all seen the Jimmy Kimmel interview with the Pauls? LOL. Yeah, I seen the interview. Yeah. It was, uh, I feel like Jimmy Kimmel was like, okay, on to a break. Because what Kanye was finna do was too unpredictable to leave it up. Well, he commented and said that because everybody was saying he was stumped. And he was like, I wasn't stumped. They went to a commercial break. Like. I was gonna answer it, but my whole thing is he—that's the problem. But he never—it's Kanye. So like, if Kanye had wanted to answer that question when they came back from commercial break, he would have been like, "Oh, wait, hold up, Jimmy, I want to answer that question." He would have done it if he had wanted to. So I don't believe he had an answer prepared. I just don't. I think it sounds good for him to say that shit, but Kanye ain't no. Especially crazy Kanye we got right now. If Kanye want to say some shit, he say it. So, like, if he had truly wanted to answer that question when they came back from commercial break, he would have done that. He would have. He'd have found a way to interject that shit back into there. This is the question, Elroy. The question is, when somebody that you value does something, and you valuing them may mean they got five albums. You valuing them may mean they just have things that you enjoy and that you love. Where is the line? Where you won't support them. Where anymore. is the line where you won't support them? I mean, do he have to praise Satan? <laughs> do he have to, like, you know, what does Kanye have to do for you to say, okay, I don't fuck with him no more? All I'm saying is that as a culture, a lot of black people have that line when it comes to supporting racist shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that line is supporting somebody that is doing shit against the best interests of the black and brown communities. Everything Donald Trump is doing is against me. And a lot of us have a line established. Your line don't have to be there. But where is your line? I think that's the question everybody needs to answer for themselves about the people they value. Where is the line? We had a conversation about Childish Gambino. There is some shit he could do that'll make me say, okay, I'm done with him. 
I'm done with him. I haven't listened to Kanye's last three albums, probably just because I'm I'm over like the fuck shit, and I feel like continued support. He's just gonna keep doing what he's doing because he doesn't. He, there's no real repercussions, right? People talk shit about him, but he's still able to live the lifestyle that he wants to live and do what he wants to do. So why would he be anything different than what he has than what he is? So I just choose not to support that in the same way that everybody would. I got so upset. With my coworkers about R. Kelly and his I admit shit. Well, that it explains so much. No, the fuck it don't. First of all, I don't even know that I believe that he was abused. And let's say that he is. Why that doesn't matter, matter to me is because if that was what happens to people when they get abused, everybody who gets abused will react that way. R. Kelly has made choices. R. Kelly in his 40s and still out here doing this fuck shit. So at a certain point, I don't even if it is true that does not give you the right to go out and victimize other people because you were victimized at some point you have to um take responsibility for the shit that you do and so giving him that out well he was abused that makes sense everything he's done it makes sense there's i feel like what y'all are doing to make it okay or to for you to feel better about still listening to his fuck ass music and hey Everybody has to choose for themselves. I personally can no longer listen to R. Kelly music because now all I, I, cause he, he make music about sex and all I can think about is little girls because that, like that these songs were made about little girls and not grown women. And so it fucks with me. So I don't listen to his shit no more. Everybody has to kind of come up with that on their own, but I just, you know, I, I just, I don't believe in supporting people that are continuing to do problematic shit. It ain't like this is some past problematic shit. You currently continuing to do problematic shit. And I personally cannot support it. So with Kanye, I, I have no idea what kind of fire music he make. Cause I don't fucking listen to the shit no more. Literally like his at last three, I heard none of the music unless it was on the radio. I mean, and so I at a certain point, if Kanye come out and say, you know, I hate interracial relationships when it's an Italian person and a black person. <laughs> I hate uh, light-skinned brothers. They mean nothing to me. Nah, with Leroy, you're going to have to, or Elroy. The Migos is trash. Yes, it's going to have to be that or some video game reference shit. That... I can't stand rap snacks. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying this to say at what point after all of that do you say well his album still fire you know what i'm yeah. saying do what what if he what if he create a school a white only school and <laughs> the school is made to tear down the black community like it trained them like at a certain point his albums being fire ain't gonna really cut it so i don't think the question is more so why does everybody hate on kanye i think the question is understanding in different cultures where the lines are for what people generally disapprove of and knowing that everybody gonna react to that on their own scales but the real question is what is your scale where is your scale when will he do something that that makes you say i mean his albums have been fired but you know it's over now plus you know a question that we talked about last week is can you separate the old work and the things that are intertwined with you and the things that you value before they do some fuck shit. Do you have to erase all of that stuff that has been valuable to you? You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. 
Other people will think so, but it's up to you. You can value what he has put out before he became a problem. You know, Trump thanked him again. <laughs> I just, I, I would. Who cares? I would immediately, but I would immediately feel like I didn't fucked all the way go. If Donald Trump ever, ever thanks me. For some shit, I'm gonna be like, oh shit, I done fucked all the way up because this nigga should never. I I would never want any accolade. I I would never want any acknowledgement. I don't want to be on his fucking radar ever. So for me, like immediately, it'd be like, oh shit, I done fucked all the way up. But but another thing too is that before Donald Trump got involved in the politics, he has been a rap lyric for a long ass time. <laughs> Donald Trump, in terms of how he branded and marketed himself in the rap community, was something to aspire to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the hip hop community has that same standard because yeah. they don't fuck with Trump now. Nope. But like Trump, he changed. Like everybody has that threshold upon which, if it's met, you don't have to. You don't have to value that person like you used to. And it's the same way with Kanye. People can used to love Kanye and not really feel him right now and still listen to his old music and be like, you know, that was the Kanye that I liked. Yep. And then listen to his new shit and be like, you know, this ain't the dude I fool with like that. You know, I mean, and he ain't put out no music since all this shit. So the music from this point on, well, he had put out music. Since. Yeah, he put out whatever that album. Which was pretty, just a, pretty much justifying his... It was really kind of... So a lot of his tracks was justifying some of that stuff that he was doing. I think we talked about this before, but like on Pusha T album, the one track he in, you know, he said something like a MAGA hat lets you slide like a drive through. Like he said, what happened when the cops stop you? The MAGA hat lets you slide like a drive through, you know, like trying to justify his shit through his music. My God. So I, I don't I, I didn't like that about Kanye's music that he put out. It, it was it was political. And it was to cater to himself. Like everybody that had seven tracks on their albums, oh, yeah. I don't think they had shit to do with him <laughs> magically coming up with this is how many tracks should be on it. He probably convinced them that it was, but I think that because he ran out of time because he was fucking around with Trump too much. <laughs> okay, anyway. Number six, fuck Trump. Okay, we got that. Number seven, the NFL protests. I do believe it's kind of difficult to side with sometimes. On one end, I love the game, but I do hate the fact that we have no rights and such. My favorite player, Tom Brady, is the hugest MAGA hat wearing Trump supporting white boy in the game, but I separate that when he plays because I love the Patriots and he have loved them since 2008. I think you support one half of something. Maybe. I don't know. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I essentially just said that shit when it came to Kanye you can support the old shit but you know from that moment on you know how can, do you support it or not but how do you do that with an athlete That's it ain't no saying. old shit as far like this is a perform like these are he doesn't have content he doesn't have content so like you can't really support the old shit it's you watching season after season and not even just Tom Brady the NFL as a whole what they're <sighs> So, so my thing is I don't I don't I don't have a problem with people that Support Trump I, I don't have a problem with people that support Trump I, I just don't That essentially Is a difference in political shit 
I don't agree with Republicans, but I got some friends that are Republicans. I don't have a no. Mm, I don't have a problem with people that are Republican. I do have a problem with people that support Trump because I feel like at this point where we are, that's two different things. What well, a discernment. We can't. We can't. We don't know that. It's just like we don't know who races for real. But there are when when people in your own party don't want to fuck with you no more, and like there's there's a discernment within their own party as far as him versus them kind of shit. Even though a lot of them, because if they're the ones who ain't running for office no more, are very vocal. The ones who still want their positions ain't saying shit but when there is a discernment within the party itself i feel like you can make that difference so for me i, I don't mind republicans but i i do mind trump's well let me say let me say i agree with you let me say what i'm trying to say is what you just said okay we don't know if tom brady is one or the other yeah we don't know if i mean tom no, brady MAGA. well no tom yeah. brady has been trump's friend mm-hmm. since before trump was in politics mm-hmm. so but he always been who he is like he didn't become this asshole racist misogynistic like he always been that that the politics for people who who didn't like follow him made it more aware but trump didn't change into this like the the shit that he was doing with his uh rental spaces and and all of this other shit shows that he was this person all along so it ain't like he became this because of the politics you're right you're right but <laughs> if cole jackson of the government name podcast or shogun of the government name podcast or rockman 3k3 of nerd plate or air roy of the nerd plate podcast or sid davis of the social introvert podcast or troublemaker of black mary fly or candace denae of black mary fly you know, if we Wait, was all hanging out, okay. just plugging. <laughs> okay. If we was if we was hanging out, mm-hmm. and the way that we've always hung out, and one on walk in with a dashiki one day, and a Quran, <laughs> we ain't know that shit about them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's new shit now. Like I don't know what their inherent core thoughts about shit is. Like, and and you know what? Right now, today. <laughs> I'm not I'm not asking them. So on a level of wokeness, are you old Malcolm X or new Martin Luther King Jr. on a scale? So you think that I don't understand the point. So are you saying that you feel like Donald Trump hasn't been displaying that he's this person well, and maybe Tom Brady didn't know? I'm saying that Tom Brady as Donald Trump friend probably don't look deeply into what that Central Park Five shit mean. White people don't even look into that shit. You know, he probably ain't looked at the old practices of him and his apartment shit because that shit that the news uncovered. But he doing interviews talking about he could just touch. When, like, I'm sorry. I just, I find it very hard to believe that somebody that is friends with Trump ain't never heard him say no problematic shit. When he is saying shit like. I think everybody like, in white America got family members that say problematic shit. Okay. All day, every day. Yes. That, that's how they, that's how they live. That's how they exist. Okay, but that doesn't make it any less wrong. What I'm saying is, I, it, whether Tom Brady chooses to ignore it the same way that he chooses to ignore Meemaw on Sunday saying nigga, it's fine. But it doesn't make it okay because you choose to ignore it because that's I'm, a large part of your existence. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying that we can't make the assumption that because he connects with somebody who do say nigga on Sundays, that <laughs> they the because pro- everybody got to be a problem then. 
Everybody got to be a problem there. Everybody that's all the people in your family. Like, I guess because I'm I if I I mean when I have problematic family members, I just don't fuck with them no more. So I don't understand feeling like you have to keep talking to me, Ma, if you feel like if you really have a problem with how she is, you ain't gotta keep fucking with me, Ma. That's a choice. That ain't and then ain't gonna be every single person in your family. You you just fuck with the ones that ain't problematic. But that's again, I f- maybe because that's how I address my own family. Well, the way I'm looking at it right here in this specific situation is white problematic is different to white people than white problematic is to black people. And it's a bunch of white people that we know that may be allies that have people in their lives that are problematic, fucked up people to us that ain't the same on that scale to them but it, okay so but if you let's say all of it tom brady had no idea he had no clue he was anything of the, or any of these things since all this <laughs> all of this shit with his um presidency has been out you still wearing maga hats what's the excuse then because it ain't like you don't know this shit now everybody know this shit now the whole goddamn country know this shit now so what is the excuse that you still running around with maga hats on knowing what the fuck that means at this point now you do know because we all know trump is trump is i'm gonna go back to one of them standardized tests Trump is to Tom Brady what R. Kelly is to the black people you work with and black people in your life, you know, that see that shit and be like, oh, we see everything, but we still going to justify it because we we embrace that people for for whatever okay, reason. So then that makes Tom Brady problematic, too. It does make Tom Brady problematic, potentially, but the assumption is that everybody so so that means what you're saying is that every single person that is connected to trump in whatever format they connected to him because they know about the stuff that he's been going through everybody that connected him friends. Is uh, we're talking about tom brady specifically tom brady's friends with him they're besties they're pals he's a huge MAGA supporter so under that you still being friends with this person that because let me tell you something if you started saying problematic shit and we tried to talk to you about it and you still just decided that you was going to be problematic as fuck, that would be a problem for our friendship. Like, I'm not, I don't know that I can overlook you being problematic as hell all the time just because we have this friendship. Because at the point that you start saying problematic shit, I'm going to wonder if I, like, I don't even know this nigga. Who are you at this point? Like, our friendship is not, like, you're not going to, the same way that this shit that celebrities can do, there's a level, there is a level of shit that y'all can do <laughs> that I would be like, I don't fuck with them no more. Y'all went out here raping bitches. I'm not going to, y'all, that's problematic. I'm not, we're not going to be able to be friends. I'm not going to come to your trial and be like, he's such a good guy. I'm not going to do that shit. There is a level to which, even with friendships, you have to, there has to be a level where it's like, okay, this, I can't be a part of. But this for Tom Brady, his all of this shit that he has going on is not that level. It's not that ain't where his level is. If your argument is that Tom Brady as the friend of somebody like anybody who don't disconnect themselves from Donald Trump as his friend is complicit. He doesn't have to disconnect himself from his friend, but he again, you wearing MAGA hats, you're you're like publicly supporting the bullshit 
that's different than being his friend. You could be somebody's friend and shut the fuck up. But you wanting to wear MAGA hats and supporting him publicly is a different thing. Because who would even know that they were still friends if he wasn't walking around with his shit on all the time? I mean, everybody who walking around with that shit on ain't Donald Trump friends. That, I mean, they supporting the current Republican platform and the dialogue from the platform. All I'm saying is, Tom Brady might have conversations in the house. Well, listen, yeah, I, I you report. You do realize that past Republican presidents did not have catchphrases that niggas was walking around with on with shirt like you can. They did for their campaigns. Everybody have a slogan. Not that the word slogan is synonymous with fucking political. It campaign. is, but what was what was um, Bush? I don't know exactly. Because why nobody I can tell you what Obama's was? Because <laughs> you liked Obama. <laughs> well, Obama, the first president that I feel I was old enough to legitimately get into politics and be in the politics. So anybody before that hell, I don't know. But I also wouldn't know. The one for the the other party because I ain't value I don't value. But you, they, but you know MAGA. That's what I'm saying. Like because of how this has been, like it, it, he's the most verbally vocal. He got merchandise and shit. That's why you know MAGA because that would be the same thing. You don't support. You're not you you're not supporting that platform just how, like you haven't in the past. But you know what MAGA is. Because he has put it to where everybody in the fucking world, all over the place, knows what MAGA is, which is completely different than past presidents. It's a whole his whole approach to being president is completely different than anybody else's has been. Because he ain't he not a politician. No, he's he not. He ain't presidential. No, he ain't. I don't think he's smart enough to be doing what he damn <laughs> been doing. He just is good with marketing somehow. I don't. I don't know. Uh, he put people around him that's good at teaching him how to do shit then he wrong them all and fire them all and he just done that cycle his whole life like people being circling around him you know helping him exist uh maga gonna be in the history books i guarantee you like our grandchildren are gonna be learning what the fuck a maga was as opposed to these other slogans for people that have run for president because right you're right they all do have a little slogan but not they don't carry it into their damn presidency like this the way that he has he'd be at his own rallies and shit wearing maga hats well to go <laughs> back to, rally, rally, to go back to my earlier point same thing with tom brady like do he have to have an instagram video with a clans outfit <laughs> on for you to say okay fuck tom brady and the patriots you know, I mean, for a minute, let me speak for myself. I have to compartmentalize these things, you know, and I didn't expect to have to compartmentalize these things because in Shelby County, predominantly white county, I work with families that that have these beliefs. Mm-hmm. I have clients that have these beliefs. I have to separate who that person is from what they believe and that's something that i've been practicing over and over and over again and i don't want to make assumptions about people who believe whatever i believe most people who who support the mega platform are deeply deeply misinformed and they don't they ain't interested in being informed but that's no different than how the republican party has been forever poor white people have been voting against their own interests forever and this ain't no different than that they just got somebody who's famous that do because it's the same thing that happened with Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was already famous when he came in to be the president. 
Oh, yeah. He had irrational supporters that supported him just because he was successful from something else before he came to be the president. Versus people, they don't know what they do. Everybody who become the president is successful before they become the president. You don't you don't go from homeless to living in a house <laughs> to now you in a beer for the White House. Everybody is successful. You know, but white Republicans continue to vote against their own interests. All with this dialogue, what I'm saying is it's possible to separate those things. I guess but you need to have a threshold upon which you can no longer do that. I guess just being black in America, it's certain things that I automatically assume just for safety shit. Like just your example. If I see somebody with a Confederate flag, I, I don't feel like I can I'm not gonna risk that maybe they are just really, you know, <laughs> had these feelings about the war. I, I I'm not gonna assume the good. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. I, I because I feel like <laughs> safety wise being black in America sometimes you do have to assume the word just for safety purposes like if I see you with a confederate flag flying I'm not finna fuck with you like I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna let you be where you are I'm gonna be where I'm at I'm not gonna come over to where you are there are certain cities in, around here that I just ain't finna fucking go to the people in the city might be very nice people I, but there's enough that are not that I'm not finna go stop and get gas there in the middle of the night or like MAGA supporters I don't know which ones are just Republicans or the one, which ones that are called me nigga cause they mad about some shit I ain't finna find out if I see somebody with a MAGA hat on I'ma give them a wide threshold I'm not finna fuck with you I'm not gonna bother with you cause I don't know what that's gonna look like I'm not I don't know and I don't want the problems that could come from me giving you the benefit of a doubt and you are like these problematic ass people the same way where you get pulled over by the police you should be i mean it's just certain shit i feel like being black i'm not gonna give you the benefit of a doubt i'm gonna be very careful when i get pulled over by the police i ain't got shit in my car i got insurance i don't have anything shouldn't have anything to worry about but i've seen how shit can go left so i'm gonna behave differently because of that so tom brady might be a nice person but just my having to look at shit a little bit differently I wouldn't, uh, I but, I, but, I, but I agree. I I agree with you on that point. I fully agree with you on that point. The question becomes when I understand more somebody like Leroy Elroy <laughs> watch <laughs> watching the NFL because all Tom Brady doing is throwing a ball. That's all he doing. Like he ain't he ain't on no he ain't on fox news he ain't like kanye west is out here on a fucking <laughs> campaign for this man saying shit like slavery wasn't important that's yes. why my threshold for a person like kanye is really low and and you know and we're gonna have a debate about that but tom brady don't do shit but you know take the air out of footballs you know and throw them you know what i'm saying yeah, I mean, he I don't guess- do nothing but like it, it's just his existence with what he believes and what his profession is is inconsequential. Now, if he came out and gave some Dak Prescott type fucking, because Tom Brady avoid these, he avoid them questions like the play. He does. He avoid them he questions like them yeah, the ends. He doesn't want to get involved. You know what I'm saying? But it, the NFL as a whole, like he, him still watching it, and I, I just, I guess you have to make your own decision. But that's that threshold. Like, what does the NFL have to do? For you to say, like, if the NFL suspended all the black players tomorrow, would that be your threshold? Like, 
Everybody Cause Colin just, Kaepernick still out here without a goddamn like for no other reason than him doing some shit that has nothing to do with him playing back football. Nothing to do with him playing football whatsoever. But he can't get re-signed to anywhere because of how he chose to protest an issue that affects people that look like him. And that's the problem. For me, <laughs> that's the problem with the NFL. For me, that's the problem with all of the owners. With me, that's the problem with most of the coaches. For me, that's the problem with... I mean, I, I don't really think the players really have much of a say in terms of how the system operates. You know, they love when players come out in support of what the NFL doing. But the biggest problem is that this this has been America since slavery. Okay? You can't revolt. This is how it is. You do know, what you told. Throw do this as football. you told. And this is just how it is. You breaking the law. You breaking the law by revolting. You not, you know, you not patriotic by revolting. Or, or when slaves was free, you know. They you said the same shit. In, they said the same shit in the civil rights uh, during the civil rights movement. You know, they were breaking laws. Mm -hmm. They were breaking laws by protesting for equal rights. You know, the law is not the measure for what is moral and what is good and what is right. The law has consistently changed to reflect what is good and what is right. So the law is fluid. You know. And so the NFL is just another measure of telling brown people, you can't do it this way. It is literally the most peaceful, the most non-obstructionist, <laughs> the most passive way. He didn't sit down. He didn't turn around and moon the cameras while <laughs> people were doing the national anthem. He first sat down. Then he had a conversation with veterans, the people who they were trying to blame, trying to pass off the reason that this is an issue on, he had a conversation with veterans that said, hey, Neil, you know? And he can't play at the NFL and he, now. He, he kneeled. <laughs> he he did what they said. So what you know from that is he's not an unreasonable man. Nope. He is not just trying to make folks mad. He is actually willing to have a dialogue and a conversation. The problem is the Donald Trumps, the Donald Trump supporters, and the people who are talking about the national anthem or, or the flag and the veterans. You don't and support the troops. They are the ones that are unreasonable. They are the ones who ain't willing to sit down and have a conversation. And you know what? I, I'm not going to take credit for protesting the NFL. I'm not going to take credit for it because I've never been a sports watcher anyway. I fall asleep. Oh, yeah. When sports are on, I, I can't really do it. <laughs> so I don't care. If, if everybody come over here to watch the game, I'm cooking. I'm making sure we got snacks on deck. Dips, chips, wings, <laughs> meats, all that on deck. You know what I'm saying? So I can't take credit for the protest. But this year, I did tell my cousin I can't participate in the a fantasy football league. So you might as well go ahead and take my team out before y'all draft. Because... I can't be a social justice advocate and advocate for for you know brown people's existence and and, and tell people I got a fantasy football team because it it ain't directly watching the NFL but it's supporting the progress of some of the people that I don't support for my own gain. I I can't do that. I, and so I I can't tell nobody else not to do it. But I'm gonna tell you this. I'm not going to tell nobody they shouldn't watch the NFL. You grown as fuck. You can do what you want to do. But I'm not going to let people find reason to talk shit about this protest. Because what I have found is the people who watch the NFL, 
I think a lot of black people that still support NFL, I think it makes sense to them to have to defend why they watching it. Mm-hmm. And they do that by saying, oh, yeah, y'all only protest when the NFL, when the season come around, but y'all know, like, I'm not going to let nobody smear the protest who chooses not to participate. Just don't participate. Like I said last time, this... This is a situation where it's like you at the back of the bus telling Rosa to sit, come back here. <laughs> come back here. Don't do that. Just be quiet and live the life you want to live. But don't disparage the people that are supporting something that they believe in, that you just don't believe in to that level. It's levels to it. You yeah. just got to know where your threshold at. Ain't not, to, me, from, to me, ain't nothing wrong with that. To Umar Johnson, everything is wrong with that. So you're going to find people on this whole scale of it's wrong to it's cool to if you can deal with somebody objective like me, you know, your choices are what you want to do. That's fine. If it makes you happy, do it. It's been people that's been miserable protesting the NFL. You know, if your misery is worth what you gain by staying out of it, then stay out of it. But if you want to be watching it, then I don't give a fuck do what you want to do. You know, it's just... Your threshold is different than mine, and your threshold is different than some other people's. Yeah. Um, number eight. I've always been a prolific LeBron hater, but nigga just made a damn school <laughs> that you could show up to naked <laughs> and could basically walk out that bitch, graduated clothing, and have a snazzy new bike. Yes. Um. But all before Umar Johnson was able to pull this off. Not to mention, I still have a problem with the fact that Umar Johnson wanted to make a school for little black boys. With the way that he is and the misogynistic as he seems to be, that terrifies me that he would be running the school. His curriculum is going to be terrible <laughs> for boys. Because it's, it's clearly going to be boys in there that's closeted gay. Oh, yeah. It's clearly going to be. That's just the makeup of our society. And he's going to have a strong rhetoric against that. Mm-hmm. You know, ain't no telling what they're going to start doing when they find boys that seem to be a little bit more, you know, feminine. feminine. Yeah. But. But I do think that I don't know if this is the case. I think if you can a hundred percent fix black men, boys to men, I think that I think that everything will fall in place. That's not to say that um, there aren't some things that we need to put in place for women, but I think that. I think women are fucked up because of men. Yeah, but how in do most you instances. how do you encourage positive interactions or or positive treatment of black women when they excluded from your school? Like, what would be the for especially for him again? He's no, no, so, no, 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 no. This is far separate from Umar Johnson. He okay. will fuck boys up. <laughs> but I'm saying, if there was a a whole group of men who had the Best messages, the best intent, who wanted to fight patriarchy and misogyny. That did an all boys school. Who did an all boys school? I think a whole wave of. I think I think male and men and women, black men and women interaction would get better by default. I just I think that men are are the creator of a lot of the grief that that women have in our society, whether it be abuse whether it be just misogyny whether it be you know uh single having single mothers out here i mean i'm not saying that this is mad this is, i don't want to be generalized in all of this stuff i mean but i do think that 
if I think if black men were what women wanted them to be, women would have no problem following them. And the men themselves can help heal a lot of these women. You know what I'm saying? It's just that we don't have that. And so I think it's important for women to independently go about healing and maintaining themselves. Uh, ideally, if a woman finds a man that can do that for her, that'll be glorious. Mm-hmm. I just, we don't, we still don't have that now. We don't have men that are, that can be trusted to exclusively help a woman do that. Well, LeBron is amazing for that school. That school is fucking awesome. And that might be unpopular opinion. If you hear that and you don't like it, then, you know, at me. <laughs> Tag me. And let's uh, have a conversation. But, uh, I yeah. I respect the name of the school, but. Respect to LeBron. What's the name of it? I promise. I promise. Like iPhone? No, because it's actually like I pro- like the kids are promising to do the best that they can every day. iPhone, I don't know what the I, iPhone stands for, but he I got one of them. Uh, he got one of them Black Lightning schools. <laughs> you seen Black Lightning? He got a school where they that like had to say this quote every day. Oh yeah, it's like written in, on the. Ah, uh, what is it? I don't know about Black Who, Lightning, but he say late. whose life is this? He say it's mine, and he say. Uh, how am I going to live it? And they say, by any means necessary. That's like the school thing that they do. In, Theirs in is Black like, Lightning. I promise to, I don't know. The, a but bunch of they, stuff. Yeah, they have a bunch of stuff that they promise. So I get out. it, but I just. Shout I went out to, to I, what's that, What high school you went to? I promise. <laughs> I just don't like the name. But listen. But listen, the school is amazing. Listen, as it pertains to Trump and his supporters, if LeBron, through the trials that he has overcome, Mm-hmm. Through the success that he has found in sports, Mm -hmm. through his charitable and community outreach, Mm -hmm. through his vocalism of of issues surrounding his community, Mm -hmm. which is what they tell us. They tell black folks, y'all need to do something about black on black crime before y'all. He is doing all of that. And they talk shit about him. And (laughs) what hope is there for me? (laughs) (laughs) What hope is there for Elroy? Rock man, Shogun, Cole Jackson. Sounded like Randy Watson. He did. But what in the world hope is there for us if LeBron can't be looked at positively by a Donald Trump? That's why. Mad shit about him and Don Lemon. But going back into it, that's why it's hard. It's hard to support. Well, it's impossible for me to support Donald Trump. Oh, fuck that nigga. It's hard for me to support people that vicariously support him without knowing. But it's very complicated to tease out who of the people that are in our surrounding environments, how they feel about me from that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if, if, if they can't feel positive about LeBron and what LeBron doing I ain't got no hope that fucking school is amazing like the things that are provided to those kids are the things that those kids need to be successful and somebody is is giving that to them hell not even just them part of the 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 school helps the parents so that because his you know he was homeless a lot because his mom wasn't working and shit they have a whole part of the school that caters to parents that trying to help them find jobs so they can help take care of these kids better. Like, I 
can you have anything negative to say about that? Like, how? How can you fix your mouth to say anything negative about that when this is what you've been telling black folks for the longest that they need to do? He's doing it beautifully, amazingly. And him and uh, I think Derrick Rose also did a school. Who? Somebody else. Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose also Derek did a school. Derrick Rose had number 10 up his knees. <laughs> <laughs> Man ain't building no schools. <laughs> Jalen Rose and like other people like them that are giving back to these communities. How, if if you have fucked up shit to say about that, then that says more about you as as a human being than it and says about me, them. And to me, for so many people to accept that dialogue that he's given is it says so much more about our country. His own um, wife didn't but, even you know, stand it, behind a, him. Mel- it's a dude on CNN. was like, <laughs> I love LeBron. Good going. It's a dude on CNN named Steve Cortez. He is a Trump. I'm try- I was trying to think of something inappropriate to say, but I decided not to say anything inappropriate. <laughs> but he just, he is so deeply, irrationally involved. He Latino. Oh, Jesus. You know, so I bet they love to have him on the TV. Oh, but, yeah. he, but he did say Donald Trump is wrong about this. Like, LeBron is great, yada, yada, blah, 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 everything he's doing, blah, blah, blah. And it's good to hear that. But I need to hear that from more people. I need to hear that from more Trump supporters, you know, in order to feel a little bit better about the state of America and how everybody else feel about the shit Trump doing. Because only videos I see is people irrationally supporting everything Trump say, hanging on every bit of his coattail. And that... That is a problem for the country for me. It is. You know, um, let's see. Now my wife is watching murdering shit on Netflix. <laughs> LOL. Thanks, Red. Listen, if y'all have Netflix, there is a show called I Am a Killer. Okay. It's amazing. It is a show that has like one person that committed murder talking about them committing murder and like they all got the death penalty and like some of them are still on death row some of them their sentences got commuted and so now they're just serving life listen murder and mayhem is interesting okay i'm sorry but it is so i'm glad that your wife is now watching it she's going to be a better person for it so i don't know what you want me to say to you (laughs) it's an amazing show Shogun watched it with us and he liked it because it's amazing. <laughs> it's a good show. Number 10, please keep the poetry going. I can't get enough of it. I hope everybody else feels that set our way. Appreciate you for that. We running low. Elroy. Um, <laughs> well, you I'm running might be low. running low. I'm running low. <laughs> I got away. a lot. The it, ones on Facebook anyway. It's just, it just gets progressively everything. more horrible, but it still reflects who I was at the time, <laughs> so I don't discount it at all. <laughs> Um, eleven. If Offset and Cardio want to name their baby culture, let them have it. She ain't gonna have a normal life any damn way. If they want to name it Lightsaber Tiger Shark Johnson, it's still their right. Offset the goat is Offset the goat as is Quavo. Not so much takeoff, but they the goats. Cardio is just funny. Listen, first of all, I don't know how you think it's okay to make sh- make fun of Cardi, but get mad when I make fun of Migos. But neither here nor there. I don't even know that that's accurate. I, I know you feel like Migos is like the greatest, you know, rap group ever. I don't know what their longevity is going to be like, though. So I don't know what little culture. And they they just seem like they don't make real wise decisions with money. So ah, we'll see. I hope you're right in that culture. Doesn't it doesn't matter that her fucking name is culture. Hope you're right. But I don't know. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. It's 
Cardi, and when everybody was telling Cardi, like, you're not finna do no tour right after you have a baby, I'm gonna still work. And now she's not touring with Bruno Mars because she got postpartum. And, you know, having your first baby is not some shit you just bounced back from the way that she thought she was going to. So I don't even know where her career is gonna go after this because she is having some complications that she didn't foresee. And this is why everybody was like, it was stupid for you to get pregnant this early in your career because it's going to change some shit. And again, I'm just not, I don't know about Migos longevity. We'll see. Just because it's they right don't mean it is right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to put this conversation on hold until I see what your child name is going to be one day. <laughs> and we'll pick right up right here. <laughs> All right. Number 12, <laughs> fuck 12. So, on Which point the police. had to explain that to me because I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> I had no idea what that was. <laughs> I don't even, where, where does that come from? Why one and two is police? I don't know. Let's see. Urban Dictionary, 12, the police, any law enforcement agency, popo, or one time. But why? <laughs> that just says what it means but why does it mean that okay to clarify 12 is not the cops not the police number 12 is the narcotics officers that show up at your door or the drug task force in other words the DEA oh. they combat drug smuggling a use in the US aka why the song fuck 12 by Migo says throw that shit throw that shit 12 outside referring to throwing the drugs because the DAR 12 or about to kick in the door. Child, I didn't even know they had a song called Fuck 12. Okay, so I, I mean, I learned more. <laughs> so I don't listen to me. So. Well, okay. see, and now we get into to people who this is unfounded. It's 12 districts in the greater city of Atlanta. There are always 12 officers on patrol at all times in each district and each officer works 12 hour shift. That's why ATL says 12 when referring to the police. Okay, you just doing a lot now. Yeah, he don't know what the <laughs> hell he talking about. Uh, okay. Um, all right, I'm tired. LOL, this was a lot to write, but I do for you. Regard Elroy Ketchum. Okay, okay, it's Elroy yeah, Ketchum. Okay, okay it's Elroy Ketchum. <laughs> Need plate worldwide. I imagine that's supposed to be nerd plate worldwide. <laughs> 12, period. Fuck 12. Okay. Oh God. Okay, Elroy. I'm probably going to still call you Leroy, but it's because I'm an asshole. So just get ready. Anyhow. <laughs> If you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on our Facebook page, Conversation Con Artists, and send us a message that way. Let's get into these um these stories. Um I don't know what the fuck is going on with my phone today, but it's being a little bitch. <laughs> um so Delta <laughs> Delta is testing out three course meals and champagne in economy class. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just no. Yeah, they're going to see like how people respond to it. So for right now, it's only going to be like really long long haul flights from Portland, Oregon and Tokyo. They're testing the service after getting feedbacks from travelers. So I guess people have been saying they wanted better food, but like a three course, I just imagine a three course meal and, and champagne in economy is like the cheapest champagne ever. <laughs> and like the, the three course meal is going to be like 
mac and cheese it's just gonna be some bullshit like i don't i I don't want that i i wouldn't i wouldn't want to be a part of that because i can't imagine them like it being super nice because it's economy class so i don't understand They're gonna have Everclear in them glasses. They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna have y'all drinking gasoline. God damn, Everclear? All Ooh. they gonna do is, I mean, they're gonna charge more for tickets. All of this stuff they doing. Like, they make it seem like what they're doing is changing their system based on what current prices. They're gonna find a way to charge you as much as possible for rat meat, <laughs> rat, a three course rat meat meal, and Everclear wine. <laughs> And you're going to get off that plane closer to death and $100 more broke than you would have if this shit wasn't going on. Like, bring snacks in your carry-on. It's a plane flight. If you want a three-course meal, you land and go to a restaurant that has three-course meals and have you a damn three-course meal. It is an airplane. There's limitations here. You knew when you got in the air, your, the experience that you have up there that you have on the ground will go different, different exponentially. They're, they're calling, <laughs> they're calling the champagne welcome bubbles. I just thought bubble gut immediately. <laughs> like it's just gonna fuck your stomach up. It's not gonna be. I just want bubbles the mean ass Powerpuff Girls. No, bubbles was the ditzy blonde. Well, that was blue. The blue one. Yeah. Buttercup was the mean one. Oh shit! <laughs> Welcome bubbles. <laughs> That's what they're calling it. They have a choice of uh, Bellini or a glass of Lacroix, San Pellegrino, or Seagrams. <laughs> Seagrams. Listen, when I I got on the plane, right? Virgin number one is the best. Okay. Pine nuts. I'm gonna tell you right now. Compared to United. Virgin is the best. Virgin, they had controllers with a video game controller on the back, and they had games you could play. The movies were free. I was just watching. Like, it was a really short flight, too. The United flight was like three hours to California. Mm-hmm. The Vir- Virgin flight was like 40 minutes to Vegas. Mm. So, Virgin was amazing. <laughs> United, United let you get on the plane. And while you sitting there, right, you could go choose movies, do everything, and I'm watching a movie, and as soon as the plane start moving, it'd be like, Bloop, swipe your card, motherfucker, if you want to keep watching. <laughs> he said just like that. If you want to keep watching, swipe your card. <laughs> or sit back and don't do shit, broke ass. <laughs> and the Wi-Fi on Virgin Plane was free. On United, you can log into the Wi-Fi, but as soon as the plane start moving, a message pop on your phone and say, broke bitch, pay for this. Or suffer. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if if most of the major airlines are like United, they gonna give you champagne that's poison and they gonna make you pay for the antidote. Don't fall for the traps. It's a business. They ain't trying to give you nothing. That's the the champagne. So then next is an appetizer, which can consist of a salad with quinoa, roasted grapes. The fuck is a roasted grape? Or and pine nuts. That ain't a raisin. 
<laughs> no, a raisin is a dried grape, not roasted. Roasted, I guess they, I don't know why you would roast the grape. Then an entree of pasta with cauliflower and finally dessert, Hagen dazs ice cream. Ain't quinoa fancy rice? <laughs> Basically, yeah. I don't want no fucking rice on my salad. <laughs> or, or I need to know what quinoa really is. Like, is it really it's a something? grain? I mean, it's like right, yeah. It's what a, kind of grain do you put? Is there any grains you put on salad? I've had a salad with quinoa before. It, it's not my taste. Like a salad with rice on it. Yeah. Like, have no. you ever gotten uh, tzatziki's? There, uh, no, it's not tzatziki's. I've had a. a um, Greek salad from somewhere that has that shit at the bottom. Zoe's. I want to say it's Zoe's. Zoe's um, Greek salad has like a quinoa thing at the bottom. I don't really eat it. I just kind of eat it. First off, I just learned how to say quinoa recently. What were you saying before? Quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the poor environment. <laughs> we have no damn quinoa in the damn Piggly Wiggly. How do you pronounce acai? Acai. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell that is. It's A C A I, but it's pronounced oh, acai. Acai berries. <laughs> it's acai. Acai. Yeah. They need to spell that shit out. Like elementary school says sound shit out. <laughs> That's what I learned. You can do that with sound some stuff. Some shit you can't, though. Acai and quinoa is not. <laughs> you can't sound that shit. Like, the word. word. We need to learn, like, we need to learn nuance out here, okay? <laughs> My cousin is learning that with his kids. He's like, they asking questions. They they really kind of just too smart right now. His 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 daughter is, is two and his son is three. And he, he sent me a message that said, she just asked me what time it is. And I showed them my watch and they both read the time right. And then they said... Daddy, is it Wednesday? On Wednesday. Like, <laughs> he, he's just confused. He like, they neither one of them in school. Like, what, how do y'all know the time? And <laughs> like, how do they know the day was the day today? Like, they ain't, they ain't in that space and world yet. They don't got to know the days. All they need to know is who wiping their ass, <laughs> who feeding them, and what not to kill them today. Stay away from the plug. Give me that knife. Stop running with scissors. Don't take your baby brothers out of steps that fast. Like that's the that's the space they live in. They, they don't have to know these things. But they want to know. What they want to. But that's the thing. Time. They want to know. But it's like, like if if Remy walked up to you and just started, just spoke a sentence, and then just for the next month went the same. He always been doing. And you have no idea where the fuck that sentence came from. Like, <laughs> like. I don't what you gonna do. I don't even know. <laughs> if either one of them started talking, I <laughs> like if, if if Remy or Kingston just walked up to you in the TV, looked at you and was like, You stay on this YouTube and then just never <laughs> never said nothing else again. <laughs> you know, like Michigan J Frog. Oh my from god. Where well, he would never say dude, anything. He would like put him in front of a crowd, he wouldn't sing shit. So if y'all when they know, was alone. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about with Michigan J Frog, you should look it up on YouTube. But it's this white man. Who find a frog who throw on a top hat and a cane stick and be like, Hello, my baby. Hello, Hello my honey. Hello, my, my ragtime gal. <laughs> and he keep just doing the dance. And then he like, Oh, I'm going to get money. rich. Yep. And then he get the frog, put it in a box, and he take him to some CEOs and put them on the table. And the frog just be like, Brap. <laughs> <laughs> and I think 
he actually kill himself in the. I think the man actually kill himself in the. Uh, no, it's Looney Tunes. They ain't gonna no, do that. no, old Looney Tunes was racist. It was and and murderous. He. He, no, they uh, used to let Elmer Fudd just shoot Daffy Duck in the face. He did, but he didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, just slap his bill. Around. I'm just saying things that would traditionally kill you. Well, he tried to kill the frog, so like he found a construction site where they were like, and he just put the frog in there and put like semen over the frog. But the frog didn't die, so like after the build, like some time goes by, somebody finds the frog, another stupid person who sees the frog and singing is like money and it's i gotta cool. go watch it again because i for some reason i thought he killed himself no but he put him he was gone i think it was a part where he, he was in, going to and then i don't know something he happened yeah, something happened and then he just like got rid of the frog but and i'm like how that frog live because it was like 20 years that passed or some shit before somebody found the shit? goddamn how frog, frog how, where the frog find a top hat <laughs> And a cane stick that fit his like it's more questions in this whole situation <laughs> than just how the frog. I would imagine that it's just a magical frog that's gonna live forever. I anyway, guess, yeah, he can dance and sing when like, he wants to. He was an but asshole. If, if Kingston and Remy did that shit, you just you be fucked up for some time. I after would that. feel like I was crazy. Like after <laughs> that happened to my be like I, I must have took too many pills that day. <laughs> like I would blame myself. I feel like I like. Was I drinking that day? <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna find a logical reason that has something to do with me. Like the dogs obviously can't talk, so it wasn't the dogs. It had to be me. I had to be like half sleep something. I'm gonna blame myself. If they don't ever do it again, I would just be like sleepwalking in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Damn, how did that shit come up? Um, I don't know, but I'm not trying to to get on delta and fly economy and, and have none no parts and none of this shit they talking i don't want it i don't trust it seagrams no welcome bubbles for me just no. a sprite yep no thanks i don't need your fancy set I, mean, I, I don't listen, want that don't get me wrong for how much plane tickets cost that little whack ass bag of pretzels <laughs> and a half of a juice <laughs> that's disrespectful to me it is but this but, ain't the answer. <laughs> but I, at the end of the day, I don't feel like they got no responsibility to you but to get you to where the hell you're trying to get to. You know? Yeah, okay. Well, but I on guess longer because, flights, maybe. Because they don't, it's so much shit you, they, they don't allow on the plane that it's like, well, what you want me to do? <laughs> I gotta eat. <laughs> I feel like for longer flights, they do have a response. Because it's like, you, we, it's so many things you cannot bring on the planes now for safety reasons or whatever. So, you feed me then. <laughs> Shit. If I can't bring my food, then I need something that ain't pretzels because that ain't going to hold me over. But not no fucking champagne and three course meal in economy. That just sounds like food poisoning waiting to happen. No, thank you. I'm, I'm good. I'll eat before I get on the plane. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I guess since we're talking about planes, we're going to talk about. <laughs> The almighty Sky King. <laughs> now, a story oh. that white folks white started off <laughs> problematically and tragically started off with this dude named what's his name? Russell. Uh, Richard Russell. This man <laughs> stole a plane, y'all. 
He stole a plane. And before I talk about it, let me go down some of the dialogue that he had in this situation. This man stole a plane. And the reason that he stole a plane is, well, I don't know the reason he stole a plane, but he believed that he was going to be able to just fly this plane and land it because he done played some video games. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, he did. <laughs> He crashed the plane on an island. Of course he did. Video games does not <laughs> translate to real life. <laughs> I don't know. Flight simulator? No. No. <laughs> I mean, I, what I'm saying, I don't think he played flight simulator. I think even he like played he GTA. Played, even if he played flight simulator, it's only so much. Like, I just don't think that that translates into stealing a plane and being able to, like, adequately fly the plane. I just don't. It don't, but it can. <laughs> Because actual pilots go through flight simulators to actually get the knowledge that they need to learn. So but I'm not pretty a sure. video game. Like I, I, I would like not to see flight simulator is a video game. I know, but I, I would like to see if flight simulator the video game that you can get on your Xbox One is the same simulator that niggas who are actually gonna be flying <laughs> use because they know you playing this game on your Xbox, you are not going to go out flying see, based the, on see this. See, the thing is, I don't even believe that he was using flight simulators. <laughs> I feel like he was on some GTA or Battlefield or some shit that have planes. <laughs> I don't really think, you know. But anyway, we'll never know now. <laughs> some dialogue that that he had uh, early in the flight. The controller is giving instructions to him when he flies the plane. Yeah, that's all mumbo jumbo. I have no idea what all that means. I wouldn't know how to punch it in. I'm off idle <laughs> autopilot. Uh, at a certain point, he's been instructed to keep away from other aircraft. In which he says, "Okay, yeah, I don't want to screw with that. I'm glad you're not screwing else, or screwing up everybody else's day on account of me." Uh, or how much fuel Apparently he don't know How much fuel is in the plane uh, I'm down to 2100 I started at like 30 something Wait you said you had 2100 pounds of fuel left Yeah I don't know What the burn Burnout is on takeoff But yeah it burned Quite a bit faster Than I expected He had anxiety About going to an Air Force base Thinking he might get shot down He <laughs> was very anxious About um, going to jail For life because of this uh, He said that uh, Well apparently A grounds crewman With Horizon I guess uh, this is the controller right now. It's flying around and he just needs some help controlling his aircraft to which he responded. No, I mean, I don't need that much help. I've played some video games before. <laughs> so that don't sound like I he could would have said I have had a flight simulator. He said I played some video games before. This man probably played pilot wings on Super Nintendo. <coughs> uh, he started feeling lightheaded at some point where his. The altitude was causing this problem. He started thinking about not wanting to hurt anyone. Uh, they kept trying to get him to land, <laughs> to which he wouldn't correspond with. Um, and then at some point, he started talking about the mountains, about possibly hitting the mountains, but, you know, he got past that. Um, then he apologized and says he's a broken guy with a few screws loose. He said, I've got a lot of people that care about me and it's going to disappoint them to hear that I did this. I would like to apologize to each and every one of them. Just a broken guy got a few screws loose. I guess never really knew it until now. Um, he then says, man, have you seen the Olympics? These guys are gorgeous. Holy smokes. What? I don't know what he's talking about with, with, with that. Um... Then, then at a certain point, he says that he's going to try to do a barrel roll. <laughs> um, so when they get him to land, he says, all right, hey, pilot guy, uh, can this thing do a backflip? You think I'm going to land it like in a safe kind of manner? I think I'm going to try to do a barrel roll. And if that goes good, I'm just going to nose down and call it a night. 
the controller says, well, before you do that, let's think about this. I got another pilot coming. In just a minute or two, we'll be able to give you advice on what to do next. Because they don't want to lose a goddamn plane. Exactly. So <laughs> now they ask him how much fuel he have left. He says, oh, man, not enough to get by like 760 pounds. I'm going to do this barrel roll real quick. <laughs> The controller says, well, no need to do that. If you could just start to turn right, and then I'll tell you when to stop turning, and you can level it from there. And two minutes goes by. He said, I feel like I need to be, what do you think, like 5,000 feet at least to be able to pull off this barrel roll? (laughs) Now, he fucking actually did a barrel roll in the plane. (laughs) So, apparently, video from a witness on the ground shows the plane at one point doing a loop putting the aircraft upside down and pulling up just feet above the water. And it's unclear if the roll is what the chatter is referring to, but he actually did a barrel roll. The helping pilot came out and said, congratulations, you did that. Now let's land the airplane safely and don't hurt anybody on the ground. He said, all right, all damn it. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't want to. I was kind of hoping that was going to be it, you know. It sounded like he, he might have expected to die, to die at that yeah. moment. Um, Not for long, one of my engines are going out. And okay, if you could just keep that plane right over the water. And I think that was the last correspondence they had before he actually crashed onto the island and died. Now, now, okay, okay, let's clearly fucked up guy, shouldn't have stole a plane, but he stole a plane, flew it, crashed it. But the internet, though, y'all, they undefeated immediately branded this man as Sky King. And like you got memes of Harambe and other dead people that the internet is taking in being welcomed into, <laughs> I guess, the world of death meanness. So y'all finna probably see a bunch of Sky King memes <laughs> because this dude stole a plane. Jesus. But the crazy thing is gonna be, woo, it <laughs> employees of the airport jobs is gonna get so much more complicated because of this. <laughs> Because oh, yeah. the question they asking is, how could somebody have stolen a plane? That was the question I and asked. And maybe it could, well, maybe it was only accessible to an employee, or maybe it, it maybe somebody else could have done it. No, you said it was a, it wasn't. No, it was an employee he had on clothes, but he went to a mechanic area. Yeah, that's what I was, I was saying because it, it wasn't ready for flight or. Yeah, wasn't, he went to yeah. an area where wasn't nobody really fucking with the plane because it, it was like who else could have gotten to that plane only employees it sounds like i don't know i don't know if only employees could have got to it i would hope wherever they got where they fixed the plane that their average nigga can't just walk up and do shit like i feel like that would be somewhere secure where they are i hope so too because also you gotta understand what if somebody come and tamper with a plane and it because it's available that, for somebody. that's what i'm saying I'm, <laughs> all i'm saying is those are the questions that's about to be asked at all of these yeah, airports I, and any holes that existed finna be because you know how movies do you know how John Wick, not John Wick, what what movie? Let's say the game Hitman. All you gotta do is knock somebody in their head, change their clothes into your clothes, just walk around. Nobody gonna know the difference. <laughs> I mean, in an airport with as many employees, yeah, it's very true. plausible that it's a person there that's dressed like everybody else, and nobody know who it is. Yeah. If y'all think that shit just happened in movies, you crazy. It's folks out here be dressing like employees at places and get people dressing like police officers and be or used to and be raping you folks because you open the door for a police officer. You can legit you probably dress up just like a Walmart employee and walk into the back. 
Somebody did that at Target and stole a bunch of phones, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> she just went and got a bunch of iPhones because she had on the get up. And they was like, okay, and gave it to her. She just walked out the store with all these phones. Yeah, that's, that's what happened happens. before at Target. <clears throat> but yeah, I ain't praising the situation <laughs> because, you know, just like American fashion, what they do is they jump to say mental health issues when they, uh, <laughs> When they um, he just sounded person that's non brown <laughs> is out here doing oh, crazy stuff. Oh my god, that <laughs> they normalizing him as the person. Crazy story for all you '90s people. Drew Hill is adding two members to their lineup, and the two members are coming from the group Player. Now, if you are not from the '90s, you are probably not gonna know who the fuck Player is. <laughs> Cheese to you. Oh, I like that little part <laughs> for giving me a chance. At least like that. Yep, I'll be. A That's a one of my shower room. songs. I'm gonna have to sing it more since R. Kelly songs are gone. Until some of them do some problematic shit. <laughs> so they are merging their group with Player. For, well, two people from Player. So they have Jawan Smoke Peacock. And Benjamin Black Bush. Uh, the news comes after the fourth member of Drew Hill, Jazz, decided that he's going to lead a group. So I did not realize that Drew Hill, I missed this somehow, that they had added a fifth member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they lost Jazz and Woody, and they gained somebody, I'm a, uh, Tao? 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 I don't know how you say that in black. Tao. And in black, it in, I feel like it would be Tao. Like it's Tao if it's like Asian. It's Asian influence. Yeah. But I, don't know how to say I, it in black. I bet it's Tao. <laughs> but sense. so now it's going to be Smoke, Black, Cisco, Nokio, and Tao. Or Tao. <laughs> okay. So are you really are you really merging groups? I don't feel like they merging groups. <laughs> yeah, because were there like five niggas in play? Not even. No, it was. Just, I think it was just three. Was it? Yeah, it was just three. Are you sure? Yeah, it was two light skins and one dark. <laughs> it, it was a mixed bucket of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know why I thought it was like more of them. It was so many like R&B groups. I'm probably confusing them with somebody else. You could be confusing them with as yet. You could be confusing Last them. Last night was with, that Ajit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and wasn't I'm, It's hard for me you. to say I'm sorry. So you could be confusing them with As Yet. Who else had five? It wasn't that many with five. What was the um? Uh, what was uh, that? Shy. It was either uh, who sang Blackberry Molasses? Um, Candy Rain. Oh, that's so for real. So for real, have four. Nah. Most of them have four. As yet, really, the only one I can think of that had five. Yeah. H Town, one of they dudes died. Yeah. And I think Ideal, one of they dudes died. Ideal. Oh, but no. Was get it on. Get On? Yes. Yeah. Love that song. Do <laughs> you remember you that? You would love that. <laughs> it's a good song. No, there was, I cannot remember the name of this group, but it was like, oh. Um, <laughs> Something about taking the dog. Oh, what was this song? My mom liked that song. By who? 
I can't remember the name of the group because I feel like that was the only song that they had. You got to give me more context for the song. Uh, okay. This song was not about a dog. It wasn't, but it was about um, him leaving and saying that he was taking everything, including the dog. I don't know what that is. Uh, you need to figure that out. I'm going to have to figure it out. I'm going to think on it. But, but, but what I'm saying is I don't think they merge in groups because when the hell player done had a hit? <laughs> These just sound like two new hires. <laughs> it's like it's like two CEOs from Circuit City now coming to Best Buy, and they be like, "Best Buy and Circuit City are merging." No, <laughs> Best Buy just hired two people from an old ass defunct business that don't operate no more. Player was dead. Like where the third dude from Player at? Static. Steven Static Major Garrett was the third member. So Static Smoke and Black. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't even hired in. <laughs> like they couldn't even call, come up with names right. <laughs> anyway, that that's not a merger. That's not a merger. That's a y'all just got picked up. Yeah, by Drew Hill because Drew Hill got the name. They do, which is why they are going touring as Drew Hill and not player. <laughs> I bet I bet that's what happened. I bet Drew Hill was like, I bet player was like, hey Drew, let's do a collaborative tour. They was like, who the hell is y'all? <laughs> hell no. The only reason y'all come with us because we lost Woody and Jazz is y'all going to join the group and we having auditions. And they was like, well, it's time to get back in the limelight, y'all. And then Static was like, no. We are player. We ain't fit. Drew Hill ain't finna take I'm sorry. You came with the song? I did. I don't know the Who name of it, though. You're nothing but a liar, a cheater, a deceiver, a heartbreaker, and I won't let you back in my life. So take it, the house, the cars, the kids, and the dog. I want it all. Maybe it was called Liar? I don't know. Let me see if I can find it. Is that um? I, is that the dude from the old Black Street that left? I don't know. Uh, What song did he have? Um, I can't think about it. Um, oh, he had the song "One Woman Man." That ain't him, is it? No. Dave Hollister. No profile. Oh, profile was the name of the group. They the one that had to do with the afro, ain't it? I think so. He had a big afro out in his song. No, I don't think that's them. I. I mean, honestly, that liar is the only song in the profile I remember. But that was in that was there was one of those groups too. I get and I mix up get gone and liar because they're both basically just saying get your shit and go. <laughs> and so I usually combine the two of those. But yeah, profile was who I was thinking of. Anyway, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was only one light. It was a light skin and two darks. Oh, I had it backwards. Yeah. Still a mixed bucket. <laughs> Still a mixed bucket. Of but chicken. yeah, I just thought that that was interesting because Player was so. Player is one. Of, Drew Hill. I feel like even like younger people might recognize who they are, but Player is. Not, I don't think it like if, unless you like our age. I just don't think people remember Cheers to you. Of course not. Why would they? <laughs> the they same way a, that it was I, like I, a one-hit wonder. Yeah, I think I 
want to say they had maybe another song, Mm-mm. but it wasn't as no. popular as Cheers to You. I mean, they always have more than one song, but you're a one-hit wonder when that one hit is what defines your career. Yeah, profiling liar. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of that happening in the 90s. <laughs> There's a lot of of uh, there was a lot of R and B groups that just it was what was happening, <laughs> and there was a lot of like ideal and it was a lot of them. So, <laughs> I just thought that it was interesting because Player was a name that I have not heard in a long time. Because Cheers to You isn't on none of my playlists. Like I like that song, but it just it it just I don't know. <laughs> It didn't make the cut. I just tasted. I wonder what jazz working on. Fried chicken. I don't know why. I think I just I'm hungry. You hungry? I'm hungry too. (laughs) Jazz. What? He. They said that he's working on solo endeavors. So I guess solo endeavors. Yeah, I guess that must mean he's working on his weight. Why would that mean that? I, he might be put to put out some solo music. Yeah, they would. They would say projects <laughs> or music or album. They said solo endeavors. Maybe they were trying to sound smart by saying endeavors because endeavors sound smarter than projects. I don't know why Maybe I gotta be his they weight. Ain't putting his business out there on black. <laughs> you know, hey, he lost some weight. I feel like Jazz then lost weight. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that he couldn't dance. They none of them dance. Drew Hill's not like a dancing. But you group. they did the little side to side step in uh never make a and promise he did or whatever. Side side step. He, he did. probably couldn't breathe after that. <laughs> that man ankles was about to turn to dust after them moves. Why are you fat shaming jazz? I'm fat. <laughs> I can take I can say this. I can say this shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. Jazz is probably out here about to put out an album. I didn't know Woody had like found Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Woody put out a gospel album and I liked it. Like Woody was my dude. Woody on the first song had a song called April Showers. And then he had a song on the second album named Angel. Cause I guess Woody was like, listen, Cisco and Jazz, y'all great, y'all my boys, but everybody ain't just finna know y'all voices. So I need my own song on each album, and that's that's it. That's final one. And they were like, I guess, "Okay." I guess Nokia just didn't give a yeah, fuck. Nokia don't boy. care. Nokia just want the ducats. <laughs> he just want the money. Nokia don't care. We don't even know what Nokia sound like. He just wasn't he the one that talked. He was the talker. He was the. I don't know. Would he talked? I feel like Nokia did too, though. I don't know. I don't know what Nokia like sound like. I feel like I know what he sounds like talking, but not singing. He just sound like a chord as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> he just sound like extra sound. You know, in the in the Jew Hill world. <laughs> I can't oh I can't wait to get to this story. I just Then get to it. Go. Go for it. I just I didn't read the names. <laughs> so the NFL has their first two male cheerleaders that are going to make their debuts this season. Oh, and I God. saw this story. I read this story, but I didn't pay attention to the cheerleaders' names. <laughs> what they... Well, I'm not so bad. Quentin Perron? Perron? Perron. Quentin Perron. Okay, we'll go with that. Napoleon Jennies. <laughs> Napoleon Jennies? No. <laughs> Napoleon Jennies. Napoleon Jennies. 
That is a terrible name. I wonder if that's his real name. Um, I think so. They're going to be joining the. Uh, they knew he was going to be a cheerleader when he was born. <laughs> He's gonna. They're going to be joining the Los Angeles Rams, and then Jess Hernandez will be with the New Orleans Saints. Okay. And this, have you seen what? They, <laughs> I bet he Napoleon. <laughs> I bet <laughs> I bet the one on the right is Napoleon. <laughs> they smiles too big. Napoleon the, but the one on the right has to be Napoleon. He has to be. He look like Napoleon Jennings. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you think that NFL fans are going to respond when the halftime show has men cheerleaders? They always uh, college always have male cheerleaders. Yeah. So if it's people who watch college and NFL, then it ain't gonna make no difference. Well, but but you- but I do think that we're we're in an era and a time where Republicans think that the world is becoming more liberal, and the reality is it is it's becoming more liberal. But they think it's becoming more liberal because liberals and Democrats are forcing liberalism into the world. The reality is it's becoming more liberal because that's what diversity looked like. That's what happens when a nation that was built on the notion of bringing other people and cultures into it, whether it was by force or whether it's just take from them. The idea that a country was founded on that at some point, it's always been changing. It's always moved like this. It's always the needle has always moved in this country as it pertains to diversity. So it's going to keep happening. It's going to keep changing. Y'all think when Jerry Jones and all these owners die, you think that it's gonna be somebody as conservative as they will take their place? Hell no. It's gonna be more they're gonna be more liberal. And then when fifty years pass and they all die, then you think it's gonna be somebody else more conservative than them? No, it's gonna be people like that's the natural progression of diverse of, of a diverse environment. It's gonna constantly change. The reason why okay, so this was posted on the shade room and i just wanted to read some of the comments because i just don't imagine that there are going to be a lot of i feel like there's going to be a lot of people that ain't that are going to be apathetic about it and not give a fuck there'll be people that are happy about it but i do think there's going to be a lot of folks that's going to have a problem with it and based on these comments of course let's not also i mean me me talking about it being a more liberal movement that's going to come with a lot of opposition like it always do. Clearly, Republicans who think that Democrats and, you know, liberal media or whatever is pushing that upon the world, they're going to hate it. And then you got misogyny generally mm-hmm. where men just going to hate, <laughs> you know, men doing things that they believe was reserved for women. Uh, and most of these are from, well, well there's some women. but and, so- then, I'm sorry, and then you got people like Umar Johnson who carries on the dialogue about you know people caring about lgbt more than black you know what i'm saying these two guys are black the two uh, clinton and, and napoleon are both black yeah but, males well no i'm not saying that about umar but i they, just wanted if to they kneel they get their ass fired <laughs> <laughs> if they blackness <laughs> they can they can bend over and bust it open with pom-poms in their hands but if they kneel, they get fired. So, yes. yeah. What and Umar Johnson is saying is, oh, I wasn't these saying that in reference. blackness. Yeah, I wasn't saying you know, that in, in reference that to Umar. I w- the so the comments but are I'll from stop interrupting you for trying to say the comments. <laughs> the comments are for black men. 
and black women. Of course. Yeah. Um, this is from a black man. World got to be ending soon. The fuck is going on? This is too damn much. I'm about to read the Bible. This is from a black woman. This is not what the black community needs right now. There has to be some limitations placed on this LGBT agenda. Um, the black man is the target because America knows what <laughs> the power they hold. Black man, if you are reading this, you are the image of God. They fear you with everything. You're the prophets of the most high. You are being attacked on all levels. Please wake up to your true nationality, culture, and heritage. The time is short. <laughs> um... A lot of black men want to be everything but a man. Yes, I said it, and you know I'm not lying. And the white man would always make room for black men that aren't good examples and put you on a pedestal for our children to see you and mimic you, causing a vicious cycle. Like, it's a couple of good, but most people yeah. are talking shit about these You TVs. know, black, one thing that's been pointed out um, by um, Michael Eric Dyson on, on one of his interviews is that black people are morally conservative yes when it comes to the family rights to life black people are morally conservative if republicans weren't so racist they could capitalize on that so when you're talking about homosexuality black people still value family in the sense that they believe that homosexuality means something to do with the black family you know they still have those bible related reservations about homosexuality so it ain't a surprise that it's the black community the thing that gets me is that that extra shit like that or uh, that home that gay agenda or homosexual agenda like well th this is so disrespectful why are they black the nfl is sending a hell of a message around how they view black men but that but, but see, if they have been white <laughs> either the crazy part of that is what that the implicit nature of that statement is that black men that are gay shouldn't be able to be out here doing like this. They shouldn't have a career. They, I, it's just crazy to me that they think that instead of these black men that actually exist like this out here mm -hmm. who hope to be doing what they want to do, like cheerleading for an NFL team, they, they think that what the NFL manufactured them or something? <laughs> I guess so. Did the NFL make them in a factory? No, these people exist. And what uh, the implicit nature of that statement is that you don't want those people seen, even though they exist, because you don't agree with how they exist. That's the same way that white people look at black people. Yes. Like, how are we going to challenge our oppressors by oppressing people within our own community? There are subcultures within every culture. There are black gay and lesbian men and lgbtqi tts2a <laughs> all of that you know what i'm yes. saying like there are people that exist in all of them subcultures we black has to trump all of that i am an advocate for all black success really don't care you know based on what what you innately are consist of okay and, and the reason I make that discernment is because Umar Johnson's success is not important to me <laughs> because I don't agree with how he's trying to achieve his goal and the message that he have to do such with. He but said, fuck y'all anyway, because y'all ain't If you're black and exist in a sub genre 
whether that be nerd nerdy as hell gamer whatever whether that be homosexual or lesbian whatever sexuality whether that be whatever it is i i i want you to succeed as a black person first so i applaud those gentlemen for being men that's breaking the barriers into a, a new industry that hadn't looked at men to be in that position and you know black people who don't feel like that i don't give a fuck what you think i'll just be interested to see how they are welcomed the first game that they cheerleaded just because ain't nobody gonna ain't nobody gonna be paying attention because it's gonna be three players on each team kneeling and that's what they're gonna be booing about or focusing on <laughs> it ain't gonna make no difference well are the teams i don't know i don't watch <laughs> like preseason happened and people kneeled no no but i mean during the halftime show when the cheerleaders are out there the, the players aren't even on the field are they i guess not, not, they're not on so it, the focus will be on them well i mean if you want to keep finding shit to be mad about with the nfl you just need to start watching it go play go watch <laughs> hockey go watch hockey but when i hear comments like that it make me it make oh, it me feel like all i don't know i'm just saying anytime feel. i hear negative comments it make me want to like go find that person and it won't make me want to like the men in black neuralizer to exist <laughs> and I just want to be like, hey, let me put these sunglasses on real quick. Hey, everybody, look at <laughs> them, flash them, and be like, you don't know shit about shit. You love all black people, no matter their race, their creed, their sexuality. You love everything black. You accept black. You will not shun a gay black man. Listen to Conversation Con Artists. <laughs> and then going about my way to the next <laughs> to the next group of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel about, about negative comments like that, man. It's, it's like crazy. 10 to 1. 10 bad comments for like one good I, just, I don't know why you think anything different. It's, I mean, it's about homosexuality. Unless you unless there's a whole website run by uh, uh you know homosexuals and gay you're not gonna find positive comments well, about they, anything gay they they do know that there are men that chili that are not gay they're, they're straight men that do that of course but that, that's what misogyny <laughs> tells you misogyny tells Y'all you that when a man it. is doing some woman things they get like you know men can't even eat popsicles and suck the tip <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like it's a popsicle. It's not a penis. Every phallic object, and like I got a microphone up to my lips right now. I'm gay. <laughs> I don't put my lips on it, but it's close. <laughs> you know it, it, that that's like the preposterousness of that that situation. Yeah, it's, because it's I mean, there's neither one of them have well, whichever one was on the right. I don't know. He looks, he looks maybe like he could be. The other one just looks like a dude. Like he looks like he could go either way. I don't know. But everybody's assuming that both of them are gay and that they're trying to push this gay agenda. And this is why, um, they were black because they're black and gay, and so they want to make everybody, all the men in the world, gay. All black men need to be gay so that they can stop reproducing and, and black people just go away because that's possible for that to happen whatever in the minds of these people anyway whatever listen in chicago Chi-town. there was a bait truck <sighs> that was put in the neighborhood and i don't know if y'all seen this video this shit's so racist I, it's some black community leaders 
that were following around the police in this big truck and they they had this whole charade like they were following this big transfer truck that had no locks on it and the dude in the video was identifying this truck don't have any locks on it you can see it ain't locked down and they pulled it the police pulled the truck over like in the middle of busy neighborhood next to the basketball park where the young kids go and basically pretended like they took the dude out of the truck and arrested him and took him to jail and just left that truck there the issue is there was a black police car just continuously circling around the block because what they were doing was they were waiting for people to come open it up and it, it apparently was full of Nikes. So if they don't go and do this in a white neighborhood with a truck full of vans or in the trailer park with a truck full of boots, <laughs> then what like yeah. It really speaks on how little they value the black That's community. That's so fucked up. It was it red really, bottoms in there too. Because th- th- this there was Nikes and red bottoms. This is the crazy thing. The crazy thing is, this is really a measure of how they feel about the community. Because I understand a bait truck for if you know a particular thing exists and you're trying to pull that thing out. You know, like what a bait, like for example. If they knew that there was a money launderer in a, you know, uh, organization Mm -hmm. and they went straight to that person and set them up to find out that he was the money launderer, pull him out and then we're done because we got what we were looking for. Mm -hmm. That would be one thing. But to blanket, blanketly not care about anybody there and have that truck there for them to come and get, it shows how disconnected they are with poverty. Because the thing is, these communities don't just have people that steal, and once the thieves are gone, then stealing stops. They are uh, poverty-stricken environments in which everybody is on the edge of doing what they need to do to survive. And when you dangle something in front of them that will give them survival from their perspective, they are more likely to do it. And it don't have to just be this community, but the fact that they only do it to this community means that this is what they believe about black people. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole video just pretty much, it's about these dudes are confronting the police. They go up to the truck and say, hey, get this truck out of here. We don't want this here. Y'all just trying to set black people up to arrest them. And so then they get out, the police get out and they around and the dude is like, y'all can move this truck. And he said, we're not gonna move it. We're gonna move it when we get ready. And he said, why don't you go do this in your community? And and he told a cop, do you do this in your community? He said, yeah. And he said, well, what's your community? He said, go watch bait truck videos on YouTube and you'll find that we do it in all kinds of communities, which I doubt. I didn't look it up, but I doubt you're going to find it being done Mm-mm. in all kinds of communities. But since then, Northern so- Norfolk Southern has apologized and says they won't use the bait truck tactic again which is the trucking company whose truck that they were using for this situation. Mm. Now, the nature of the article makes it sound like they're somehow intertwined in this operation more so than it being a law enforcement thing. And it's really confusing. But a lot of people have come out to say that the problem with a situation like this is it erodes trust between the police and the community mm-hmm. and it further puts a gap between that relationship and the crazy one of the craziest parts is that 
the police, after all this shit that's been happening, still don't feel like a, an important role that they have is to build a relationship with the community. They just want the community to respect their position. But the individuals that act in those positions ain't willing to build a relationship with the people in it. And that, I just, like, this is the most, it just, it don't surprise me. As a black man in America, it don't surprise me at all. And you know what? I'm tired of, I'm tired of not being surprised. Yeah. I'm tired of not being surprised. And I just, I don't think I'm going to not be surprised in my life. I don't think, I don't think that's going to switch around in my lifetime. But the things I say, the things that I hope to maybe achieve in my career, that that shit is all for for my my kids, or if not my kids, my nieces and nephews, and if not my nieces and nephews, the kids that I work with on my caseload to be able to you know be in a world where they ain't as surprised as they ain't as not surprised as I am, man. Um, yeah. What else you got? Um. <clears throat> I was just gonna briefly mention that NBA young boy. The girl that he was caught on camera beating is pregnant by him, and she will make the fifth child for him. He's only eighteen years old. So, NBA young boy, you might want to change that NBA that's supposed to stand for Never Broke Again, because nigga with five kids at eighteen, that's all you gonna be is broke. Because maybe not. How not? The courts are who decide whether or not. They like, only taking 1% of Blake Griffin's income for his child support. A child. He got, these are five different girls. Okay, so take 5% of Blake Griffin's income. You think he got, NBA Youngboy does not have Blake He don't Griffin have Blake money. Griffin money, but if the judge take enough money from what income he have just to support the children, then it ain't going to impact him very much. Mm, I feel like. He would. I, I just will. I will see. You know they take into account like how much it costs for wherever his baby mama's is living at, the expenses for the child, like the diet of the child, like the school they go to. But he's not likable. I just do you know the judge. They're not supposed to be biased, but I feel like he would go in there and show his ass. Like I just feel like it ain't gonna. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same. No, I feel like he got a lawyer that's gonna handle this stuff pretty decent for him. That's that's the difference. We'll see. That's the difference. If he don't have a lawyer that'll handle this stuff for him, then yeah, he he gonna be in a real bad situation, you know. And and domestic violence and stuff ain't definitely ain't gonna help. His because situation. The, he can't even be around a girl now. He didn't told his he didn't got a new girlfriend. And he told the new girlfriend that as soon as the uh, restraining order is released on the old girlfriend that's pregnant, he's gonna get back together with her. And she gonna have to go basically. So I mean. Like, I, 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 a part of me is like, you know, whatever. When you when you mess up, you get what come to you. But I just I don't feel like that with the justice system. I feel like, you know, I mean, I, it's too subjective. Judges for white people. I, I don't know for him and with his, the who he is and what he looks like. I just feel like it, as much as they could fuck him over, they would. Well, that's that's the problem. That's the problem with the subjectivity, what he looked like, and all of that stuff. Like it should be a a, a standard it by which can be, be used but to I'm to determine that, you know. And so, while like I say, I feel like you get whatever you get coming to you in this situation. There should be a more objective measure to determine what your role, physical role, should be in a child's life, what your financial role should be in a child's life, and that should be able to be applied fairly in a way that don't impact. 
a person's life so deep. Because I know, like, we talked about the child support thing last week, mm-hmm. and I said what I said. But I do know men who was pretty much told by the judge, your life finna be shit yeah. for you to pay these kids, mm-hmm. for these kids. Yeah. They, they have said that to the men directly. You know what I'm saying? That's so what I'm saying. Like, when we it, had this dialogue, it's not like I don't know that there are situations where the men get, like, shitted on in that situation. I don't know um, that I feel bad for him. Why are you, how are you 18 years old and you fathered five kids? What the fuck? Ain't no man, ain't no telling how long he I thought he was fucking. gonna be a superstar. And you know what? All of that can happen over five nights. <laughs> you know that, right? I know, but <laughs> like, good you know, lord. Like, I just... If you if you're somebody that struggle and you you finally come into money, I, I ain't finna do nothing to fuck that up. Like having babies, I'm not babies cost money. And and again in this day and age, you can't just say, "Well, fuck her, I ain't finna pay." You don't get to do that. <laughs> Courts don't don't allow that shit now. So you want to be never broke again, but you doing shit to ensure that you you definitely not gonna have the amount of money that you could, even if you ain't broke. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just stupid. Ain't even no <laughs> five kids at eighteen. God damn. It is what it is. He can't even legally drink yet. He can't even legally smoke. I'm sure, he's doing all both of those things, but I'm just saying legally. Can't rent a car. Can't do shit. You have five kids already. But you know it is what it is. What other stories did I have? Hold on. That was all I had. This girl, uh, this girl got pushed into a. A 60-foot drop from a bridge. God damn. Yeah, from one of her friends. She was like, jump. Friends? <laughs> uh, and, a, and a dude pushed her in. She don't sa- he don't that, sound she like a friend. got six broken ribs and obstructed lungs. She lived? Yeah, she lived. Shit. But, you know, I don't think they were young people. I just don't think everybody realized that the impact that water has when you hit it. From a distance that high, Ooh. it's almost like hitting concrete. Concrete, yeah. I mean, the oh. surface tension is enough to have an impact. I mean, clearly the surface tension breaks and then you go down, but the impact still gonna <sighs> break your ribs. Hurt my ribs, Shit. which is is utterly disrespectful. Chest um, what else? Spike Lee wants us to respect our white allies. Uh, you know his movie Black Klansman mm-hmm. just came out, and so we probably have to have this conversation later. Um, in terms, because I do want to talk about it in terms of, because I keep saying we gotta have a conversation about what to do with good white people, and this conversation was about some parts in the movie where white people were protesting, and um, the people interviewing him were being a little bit, you know, aggressive on that point. So. But we'll talk about it later. I kind of want to see the movie first to see what it's about. Mm. See what it's like. Anyway, um, that's all I got. You got anything else on your mind? Nope. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.